I was a drug user between 1993 and 2002. I'm not gonna lie to you, I had some of the biggest highs of my life and some of the deepest lows. Was I an addict, only to the lifestyle? I stopped using in a heartbeat. It's worth mentioning that I was 14 and continued until I was 22. That'll be 20 years ago this summer since I left that life behind. I appreciate this is a taboo subject and by writing about drug use I will likely be judged and potentially criticized by some readers. If you have learned anything about me living a different life, you will understand that other people's opinions of me don't define me and are of no interest to me. This not only empowers me to talk openly and honestly about taboo subjects, but it also gives me confidence and belief that my experiences can help others. My daughter, mother, sister and Yorkshire family do not judge and are proud of me for speaking out from a position of life experience and vulnerability. I have known so many people who have taken drugs in the past and some that do today, I don't judge them and let them get on with it. It's not my choice or my life, and it would be hypocritical of me to make it my business. Drug use is everywhere and the availability for anyone to use is easier today than it has ever been, mainly due to a price reduction from back in the 90s and a huge increase in manufacture. The vast majority of users, or past users I have met won't talk about it and deny it ever happened because they don't want to be judged or are ashamed of doing it. Cannabis Like so many other young people my journey started with cannabis. Smoking cannabis made me so relaxed and happy for a while, I would laugh more when high than ever and talk absolute rubbish to people. The dark side of cannabis sneaks up on you and that is the paranoia, anxiety, psychosis, schizophrenia, mood swings, depression, memory loss, poor sleep, delusion, disorientation, hallucinations, lack of motivation and eventually bipolar disorder. One extremely damaging side effect is psychosis, Psychosis is when people experience or believe things that other people don't. These are the beliefs that are not based on actual reality. Even if they feel real to you. Other people will often disagree with your beliefs and this can cause much conflict. It is not the same as having a religious belief which others don't share. Not everybody experiences all of the side effects detailed above and neither have I. A connection between these times almost 20 years later is present as I have suffered depression, paranoia, anxiety and lack of motivation. Fortunately, nothing worse. Had I known the long-term effects of cannabis and how it has contributed to preventing me from being my best self I would have thought twice. Amphetamine. Cannabis was not the only thing that made me talk rubbish. I can't, unsurprisingly remember who introduced me to Billy Wiz. That grey powder wrapped in a Rizla paper, God knows what it was cut with because it was bloody awful. I think I must have been no older than 15 at the time when I was sold my first, wrap, for a fiver. Straight down the throat it went, within about half an hour my heart was beating out of my chest, I was jibber-jabbering more than the scatman, if you don't know scatman press the link in either word. Happy and confident with explosive power and energy. I remember going to the gym and getting on the treadmill one time and I'm telling you, Forrest Gump had nothing on me. I lost a ton of weight as you never want to eat when you've had it and I could be awake from Saturday morning till the early hours of Monday. The problem for me was the come down, some of the worst headaches I have ever experienced, next-level paranoia, by that I mean panic, fear and anxiety, depression and complete emptiness with energy levels like a flat Duracell battery. One of my, in that life, friends was so hooked on it he couldn't even get to work without a rap first thing to get him going. I'm glad I never became that dependent, he is likely still using today. Ecstasy. I have been writing for about three hours now, trying to find the right words to describe my experiences in as much detail as I can with the above drugs. Ecstasy however was a complete game changer that came into my life at the age of 17. Unlike the other drugs, I can remember exactly where I was and who gave me that first half a Mitsubishi like it was yesterday.
I remember the club we were in, the music that was playing, what I was drinking and every fine detail from that moment and what happened next. I lived more in the next five years than at any other period on this earth, I was a different person who you would not recognize today, I had more confidence, energy, charisma, personality, vibrance, sex, fun, and memories that will follow me to the grave. I lived a lifetime and man if I could go back to any time in my life that would be it. I had a group of friends and we would travel all over the UK to see Judge Jules, Carl Cox, Pete Tong, Fatboy Slim, Oakenfold, and Paul Van Dyke. Brian Harvey, East 17, used to bang on about popping 8 to 12 pills a night. Over 5 years I didn't come anywhere close to that and can't imagine the absolute shtai he must have been in. I had total respect for these 10 pounds magic pills and even at my peak would never take more than one a night, before walking into whatever club we ended up at. One was plenty for me and I shit you not for the next 4-5 to five hours I was in the promised land. The one and only person in whatever club we went to who was cooler than me was the DJ. These clubs could have a thousand or more people dancing like it's 1999. It was 1999 and beyond, wherever we were I would push myself through the crowd to the best spot I could find and dance. I can't explain the feeling, I was like a messiah and these were my people. I'm no oil painting, but that one little pill gave me something and took me to another state of consciousness. I could dance and I have never had more attention from women in my life, everyone wanted a piece of me. I had swagger like Mick Jagger, moves like MJ and a smile the Joker would have been proud of. I had no problem getting my 8 glasses a day as I single-handedly increased the stock value of Highland Spring. I was never pissed, just completely off my marbles. I loved the life, weekend to weekend meeting people, always happy as fuck, loved up and feeling the music on a totally different level. I accepted the risk that this could be my last dance, the drug is a killer. I can't expect you to understand as you have never experienced it, what I can tell you is that from the drugs I used, if I had my time again this is the only one I would take. Greater than the best dance mix ever created turn it up. Greater than. Greater than Rick Benno. Ecstasy intensifies all your senses, nocturnal activities get a boost that I can only describe as comparing a Ford Fiesta to an F1 car. My god did I just label my mojo as a Ford Fiesta, Ford Escort at best. It is a love drug for sure and when combined with poppers it will make you redline even more. The slightest negative I would have about ecstasy is that you often get so deeply consumed by the tunes, women become a bit of an afterthought. Yes, I dance and flirt with them but finding a quiet corner to get to know them on a deeper level wasn't a consideration until 2.30am when the music stopped. Then the realization would hit that you were likely going home alone if you couldn't grab whoever hadn't left the club to take back to the afterparty. The reported side effects other than death are memory deficiency and depression. Cocaine. Last and least, that's right, no mushrooms, no smack, nothing more. Cocaine, effects include extreme happiness and energy, mental alertness, hypersensitivity to sight sound and touch, like the last drug, irritability, paranoia and an extreme and unreasonable distrust of others. I have a family member that I know for a fact was a cokehead in the past and clearly consumed bucket loads more than me. I tried it a few times but other than making my nose or gums numb and my pocket 50 pounds lighter each time it was a complete waste of money and a shite experience. It's rich boys or girls look cool drug, everyone with a razor blade or debit card and a mirror lining it up and then rolling the 20s and up the nose it goes. If you are reading this and haven't tried it, don't bother it's apparently really addictive and will totally fuck you up with prolonged use. I have first-hand experience of being on the receiving end of a long-term user. The million dollar question. How the hell am I not dead, how did I leave the life in a heartbeat without a second thought and why have I bared my soul so vulnerably to you in this blog? I met a girl, I fell in love, she asked me to make a choice.
Everything about me that she fell for she asked me to stop. It's not surprising in the slightest that we are now divorced. She fell for a lie. I left all my amazing friends, everyone I had met on that roller coaster five year ride and disappeared like a magic trick that would be sure to win Britain's Got Talent. I made a decision and a choice that this girl was more important than any of it, I was going to marry this girl and spend my life with her. If you have read my blog, you'll know that my life plan went to shit, but it's fine as I'm here, finally making a new one. Today I share my story for one reason and one reason only. If you are reading this and drugs have affected you, if you still use, if you need to talk, I want you to know that however bad or deep it gets you have light at the end of the tunnel and you can get help if you need it. You might not be ready to say goodbye to the life, you need a desire that is bigger than the hit and that has to be the focus of your world. Look at me, my photo is in last week's blog, if I can turn things around, if I can stop using in a heartbeat without a second thought then so can you. My message, much like last week is of hope. Don't throw in the towel, you are loved and you are better than me, get help and live a different life. For help with drugs talk to Frank click anywhere on the text. I know someone reading this will find loads of value, it's also an education for someone else. If this is your first time visiting the site, please subscribe via my contact page and you'll receive a free copy of my ebook and my next ebook before it goes on general release in June. If you'd like to make a donation to Scarlet's Give a Dog a Bone Fund then below or on the main page is the place to do it. Above all, be kind to yourselves, and each other. Make a one-time donation. Your contribution is appreciated. Donate. Dash. Make a monthly donation. Your contribution is appreciated. Donate monthly. Dash. Make a yearly donation. Your contribution is appreciated. Donate yearly. Chat on WhatsApp. Email address. Subscribe. Chat on WhatsApp.